Hello, everyone. How's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Fanime Brothers podcast. I'm your co-host, Rick. And I'm Jerry. And welcome to episode four, part three. Part three, you may ask, of what? It's a fairy tale. Uh, we kind of started filming episodes on fairy tale, uh, but mm-hmm. it's so long. And <laughs> we definitely want to cover it all, but we also don't want to rush it because fairy tale, we both love this show so much. Yes. We want to give it you know, the time it deserves. So we yes. hope you're, you know, patient with us while we go through this and uh, <laughs> hope you tag along for all these episodes. Yeah. I will definitely say that, you know, I lost my train of thought, but okay, I remember. I'll definitely <laughs> say okay. that uh, we're going to take breaks in between because there's other stuff that's going on in the anime world. There's other stuff that we're watching slash reading at the moment and we're like itching to talk about it. Yes. So maybe the next episode might not be on fairy tale. Um, yeah, maybe we the- might do special episodes. Like, so I think, like we were talking about this before the podcast, but we might we might do like a special episode where we'll 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 I'll name it something slightly different and say, hey, we want to talk about something like Naruto, or because I'm watching Naruto Shippuden and I'm yeah. like, I really want to talk about it. Oh, I know, but, me too. <laughs> but also, I want to talk about fairy tale. So. Yeah. And, and you know, and the demon slayer stuff. So we'll, we'll we will figure that out and mm-hmm. and. We will figure it out and we'll put it in somehow so that we can do both. Because we still want to talk about Free Tale. We don't want to cut it short because yeah. there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. Definitely. And uh, I think that was one of my biggest problems from the previous episode was like I was trying to rush it. But now I'm, I'm looking back and I'm realizing, no, let, let's take it slow. I mean, there's we have no deadlines or anything. Like, I don't know why I'm rushing it. Because <laughs> um, it's just a lot of information. Yeah. Yeah. And um, – I, I do also want to apologize. I know we did say at the end of last episode that um, we were going to continue recording right after, but you know, life gets in the way and we all have uh, <laughs> other things that come in. So uh, it is a little bit later that we're recording it, but we are recording it. We're getting this episode done and we hope it's a great one. Uh, before we start, I just want to say one very quick announcement, a really important announcement, one that a lot of us have been waiting for and I'm so excited. But... Um, on August the 2nd, a huge Demon Slayer announcement came in, and that was that the movie is officially coming in 2021 to the U.S. It's coming in yes. finally. I know uh, in October it'll be hitting Japan, but um, it'll finally be here in 2021. Yeah, I got pushed back a bit, but you know what? I'd rather it be oh, pushed man. back. Better late than never, man. I'm- oh, yeah. I mean, such, that's such a good show. I cannot oh, yeah. wait. I cannot wait. I got. I don't want to read the manga because I don't. I. I want to experience it as an anime. Like I feel yeah. like because it's over. Like the manga's over. Yep. So you could watch. You could read the whole thing if you really want to. But I. Oh, I don't. I don't want to do it. Yeah. No. I mean, I did it because I just can't wait and I want to cover through as <laughs> yeah, things as I possibly can. But. I it like I will say it's definitely it always is different to read something and then to watch it two different completely different things but oh, yeah. you get you know you get so uh, invested in each version of it but uh, yeah uh, just so I don't make this announcement long Demon Slayer coming twenty twenty one they did drop a new trailer we will drop the link in um, the description it's a the show trailer notes. and. Mm-hmm they announced that the theme song for the movie is the same person that did the theme song for season one, which is Lisa. It sounds so good. It sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic. So please go ahead, click the link, check it out so you can join the hype train with us. Uh-huh. 
train. <laughs> about the train, but uh, you can join the hype train with us. And as we uh, wait anxiously for this movie, but uh, yes, it started, man. I'm ready to talk about Let's some more it. fairy tale. Let's do it. So we left off uh, at the Oration Sace, which was yeah. so. There's there's a couple of big story arcs. There's probably what like maybe seven or eight big story arcs. Yeah, I mean. There's tons because I was looking at yeah. the Ratio and Says and they say it was the ninth arc in like the show, but like I guess in like bigger terms because they have a bunch of mini arcs, yeah. But yeah. there's large the large arcs are there's one two three four five six seven there's seven yeah there's 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 a, a lot of them but yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm ready to talk about a Ratio and Says. Um, I started like reading up a, a summary of it to kind of put the main points so. Yeah. Um, so who is the Arashion Seis? It's a dark guild. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they are after is something called Nirvana. Not the band. Mm-hmm. Bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> but um, they're after Nirvana, uh, which is this type of magic that yeah. basically switches light and dark. and um, Yeah, makes good people bad people and bad people good people. Exactly. Like, I, but weird. if I'm not mistaken, there has to be like a condition. Like I think you have yeah. to like... Like it has to be in your heart. Like you have to, you have to be on a, like you have to be at this juncture where, where you can decide either way and it will force you to the other side. Yeah. But you can't, like, if you're not somebody who's like, yeah, like according to the show, like if you're not somebody who's like feeling a certain way about it, because there's a bunch of characters that are on the fence about a specific thing like Jalal and, uh, yeah. And, Um, you know, um, um, Shelly. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of characters that are like and so they basically exploit that by forcing them one side or the other with this nirvana magic when it does eventually happen yeah yeah um i this arc is actually also one of the first time that you really get to see um some of the other guilds that exist within uh fiore and uh mm-hmm. it's also the kind of the first time Correct me if I'm wrong, but like you see fairy tale work with other guilds. Because um, I know they work with Blue Pegasus. Mm-hmm. They work with Kate Shelter and they work with Lamia Scale. And they yeah. like it. It's just crazy if you think about it that four guilds have to team up to take on the Arashion Says because they're so strong. <laughs> like I didn't yeah, think about that strong. until now. But um, so yeah, that was the first time we, we, we get introduced to like some other guilds. And every guild is unique in their own way. I'll definitely say that. Oh yeah, and then they they have a different feel. Like every guild has its own like, it, it they have their own like. Um, I guess feel is a good way to say it. Like they have their own personalities. Like, the, like Lamia Scale is the that's the scale that's the that's the scale that's the group with. Um, Jura, what's his name? Jura, uh, the one of the wizard saints. Well, yeah. Well, the wizard saints. Yeah, his cool. His power. Yeah, Jura. That but, one has a uh, Leon. Leon. That's the yeah, guy I was trying to think of. Which was uh, then then like. So before we talk about them, we should talk about Wendy. Oh yeah, she's that's important. another she's reason a... why. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. she's she's probably the most important, uh, the most important aspect of this arc. story arc. Yeah, true. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's so she's the final of the Dragon Slayers. Um, well, not, not the final, but she's the final of the main crew. Yeah, she's Dragon the final Slayer. of the main cast of Fairy Tale that they focus on. Yes, that is part of fairy tale. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, she's a dragon slayer, like Jerry had mentioned, which is awesome. Yes, and her dragon is um, Grandini. Grandini, yeah, it's Grandina. Grandini. It's yeah, a, yeah, 
to her and she has a she's a sky dragon slayer so she has a sky dragon slayer magic uh, yeah which is like like it has attacking like she can attack and do damage but also she heals yeah i think she's more like to me she reminds me like of a like support like an overwatch yeah. or like a cleric yeah. kind of because I, I see her more as a as a healer especially cons- yeah. like if you had to say her attribute was something it'd be like air slash wind yes but so, she's a much better healer than fighter in the beginning yeah. and then she yeah. becomes a much better fighter and like she's more balanced at the end yeah and she is part of kate shelter yes and she's the only one from kate shelter that volunteers to go on this uh, i guess mission to take down orashion says which is yeah fun. so originally that is the that is the that is the guild she's coming from uh-huh yeah kate shelter until yeah until you know yeah uh-huh I mean, we can talk about it, like, what yeah, happens. Yeah, I mean, the the whole reason, and I forgot about this because, I, like I said, I was reading up on it. The whole reason that Wendy even did it in the first place was because she wanted to meet Natsu because she found out that Natsu was a dragon slayer. And mm-hmm. she wanted to know what happened to Igneo because Grandini disappeared seven years ago. And so yeah. did Igneo, and so did Metallicana, who is Gajiel's dragon. So she wanted to know maybe if they knew something she didn't. And, and it's in this story arc that, that that actually gets revealed that they all got mm-hmm. that they all disappeared at the same time because yeah because like Natsu and and um and uh, what's his name um, Gajiel talk about it. They talk about yeah. yeah my dragon disappeared too, and but they never actually talked about when it happened. And they were like, yeah, it happened in, in, in like, I don't know where they went. And I've been looking for them. I can't find them. And they're yeah. all looking for them. But they never talk about when it happened. And yeah. it wasn't until Wendy shows up and they talk to her. And she's like, yeah, I've been looking for Grandina. I haven't been able to find her. Um, but um, but it happened on this specific day. And they were like, oh, well, that, yeah, it happened for me on that same day. And then so you find out that they all disappeared at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, seven years ago. Yeah. Like they, they all mentioned seven years ago yes. so you know when you're watching this you're kind of like okay so now we know they're all disappeared together seven years ago yeah. but then you're just asking mm-hmm. yourself where where did they end up yeah where could they have gone exactly oh boy oh. do we know oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> now that we've seen it all oh yeah oh, man. we'll get to that um yeah but, it, in a ways but yeah yeah and i guess another really important point that i also I'm going to keep saying I forgot, I forgot because it's been a while, but um, <laughs> Jalal is also really important Yes, this arc for two reasons. The first, because you find out, well, I guess you can say three reasons. The first, you find out that for some strange reason, Wendy has a past with Jalal. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, you know, she, like, when she finds out that Jalal is evil and what he did with the Tower of Heaven, she's like, no, that's yeah. not true. He took care of me as a kid. Like, I owe him yeah. my life. And then... She, 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 Yeah, she's like, there's no way it's the same person. Yeah, and, and yeah. we'll explain that at the very end when we talk about yeah. this arc. Um, but, and Jalal's also important for the second reason because it's... he's This is a... We see him again ever since the Tower of Heaven. Mm-hmm. But the reason that the Arashion says wants him is because he knows about nirvana he knows how to get to it he knows how to activate he, he's the one he's the key to get them yeah he's the key to nirvana yeah and i guess the third reason that's why i said maybe three 
is uh that relationship that Urza has with him this yeah um, that is the big that is probably the biggest thing is like he and he's kind of like he's very close well she is very close to him oh, yeah. Urza Urza like really cares about Jalal and Even after like you find out a lot about her past in the tower of the the in the, in the tower of heaven arc yeah um and where she how she grew up and in, in in the other people in in their lives but Jalal kind of sticks around as her like kind of like her love interest but also she just really yeah. cares about him you know what yeah. i mean like she cares about him on a very deep level because they kind of experience the same thing and she kind of feels like she couldn't save him like she couldn't help him and now she's much more powerful and definitely you know able to help but there's a lot of that yeah like, playing I, around yeah. i mean when you like when you see the tower of heaven and like how Jalal took care of Urza like you kind of like understand why she's so conflicted because like yeah that was literally her everything when she was going yeah. through the toughest time of her life yeah so, like, it's hard for her and and another important thing uh is that Jalal forgot his memory that's why like it's yeah he lost his memory yeah he lost his memory and the only thing he remembers is Urza's name and that's it so you imagine that's tugging Urza's heart even more uh you know, the fact that she's the only person he can remember and he forgot about the whole Tower of Heaven and stuff like that. But um, that that's overall, those are like, you know, the the biggest points that's that's going on. Obviously, they start to fight. It's a really long fight. There's a bunch of different uh, fights that goes on. I know uh, Gray ended up fighting uh, that really fast dude. I don't know what his name was. But him and Leon are like fighting the fast dude, and um, there's also someone called Midnight, who's Brian. Brian's the leader of the Irrational Space, and I think Midnight was uh, like the yes. son. This and I know. Yeah, Midnight he's the one that that that's like uh, got the lipstick on, right? Like he kind of looks like a female. I think so. I actually don't remember how Midnight looks, but I believe so. Well, I think I think that's the one. And. Uh, Urza basically almost dies because she gets bit by a, uh, well, she fights Cobra, mm-hmm. which, uh, you find he's, out has poison magic and he, he's also a dragon slayer, but he's like a lacrima created dragon slayer, uh, the second generation. So he's not a yeah. true dragon slayer, at least in my books, but yeah, he's like Loxus. Yeah, exactly. Like Loxus, uh, his snake coop. Cubelios ends up biting Urza and giving her a poison that's gonna like kill her. So the only person that can heal Urza is Wendy. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, like any anime, they gotta make everything so much more difficult. So they steal Wendy and uh you know it's um it's a big mess. Um everybody's fighting yeah, yeah like everybody gets like each uh What's his name? Ichia or Ichika? The, yeah, Ichia. Poor fool. That guy. Yeah, it's Ichia. It's cool. yeah. uh, he, I fucking hate him so much. That dude like gets beat up so many times in that arc. I he does, so but he, I don't hate him. He actually he redeems himself so much at the end, like towards the end. He's kind of an annoying character a lot of the times. He's weird. And he is yeah. really strong. In but it's way. like in his own way, but he's so weird, dude. Because and that whole episode, perfume. that whole like episode where everybody turns into him is like oh my goodness i know yeah yeah it was too much dude i got Ichia overload and what was crazy is that at the beginning 
you find out that the it's Ichiko, right? It's Ichia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. find out that the Ichia that with them is actually a celestial spirit. Uh, I think it was Ares that was disguised as him, and the real Ichia was like knocked out, beat up to a pulp somewhere. Like, so that's how Arashi and Sei's got like the big jump on this alliance because that's right. there was, uh, you know, this whole disguise going on, like a, a infiltration, and I Lucy gets like one of the biggest fights. I believe in the show at this point because oh yeah oh yeah find another that. celestial spirit user but that has like the 12 zod like she has some of the 12 zodiacs i think she has pisces the one with the scales i could be wrong i know for sure she has aries but that that her name's angel she has like two or three spirits so like oh for, yeah and yeah she's for, like really strong yeah she's strong so for lucy it's like oh you know this is the first time she's squaring off against another like legit celestial spirit user i thought it was pretty cool you know um yeah yeah because yeah. i will say like it's always interesting to see lucy fight mm-hmm. in comparison to like natsu or gray or urza because like they have like power right like they fight themselves like they throw the yeah. punch and in regards to lucy it's more like it's cut to me it's kind of like like Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon, like you summon a spirit, yeah. you gotta fight, and you hope that you can help. Like when they do that whole, um, you know, like when she summons. Yeah, later on, like later on, she gets like a like a like a Assisting synchronizing power. power yeah, yeah, where she synchronizes with them and and gains some of their power and can physically attack. But but, but usually, but it's not till like the last story arc. Yeah, because um, there's there's a lot of, there's some time jumps that happen here and there and. Yeah. Um, that that time jump that happens right before the last arc that's when everybody kind of gets stronger and that's how they like oh she's been training and now yeah. she has like a like a very revealing outfit that's oh, themed yeah. with this person like the the character she summoned yeah, and it's like, like uh, okay like tauros and all yeah that kind of stuff. aries and aries yeah. um but like i to me i just always thought it was interesting to see lucy fight because she's pretty much like as strong as her spirits are and can only fight as long as her spirits can. So if all of them like get beat up to a pulp and she has no spirits left, she's got to figure, I know every, I mean, you say as many times, it's like everyone gets to that point to the glass ceiling and they have to break it. So like, you know, even though like Lucy will find a way to do it, but I've always just liked the way when they put Lucy up against someone because she has to fight in a different manner than the other ones exactly um what else do you think was like i guess big moments in this arc i mean that you kind of covered it there really isn't um the i i will say that the whole time you think brian who the leader is like the bad guy but you don't find out until the very end that the true bad guy is like his alternate personality zero yeah yeah and he's yeah. like the stronger one. So at the end, that's who they gotta um, take down. And, and they they unlock Nirvana. They're able to find it. They unlock it. And that's when people start to change perspectives. Not perspectives, but like like Jerry said, like good, bad. Like they'll, they'll switch. So you have a Leon basically like sacrifices himself because the dude, I don't know his name, the guy who runs really fast. The enemy. He's fight. a speedy guy, yeah. Yeah, uh, and his name's Racer. His name's Racer. 
racer. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So racer. How difficult? <laughs> the fast guy and his racer. Um, yeah. <laughs> he ends up sacrificing. Well, he basically straps himself with like an exploding lacrima. He's like, I'm going to take you with me. And then oh, he yeah. sacrifices himself for Grey. And then Shelly, who's also a member of uh, Lamia scale, is like pissed that because she loves Leon. Yeah. He's mad. And that's when Nirvana activates. So she starts to like that that hatred in her heart makes her evil. Bad. And she attacks yeah. Grey and stuff. And then on the opposite hand, you have the other guy from Horatio and says, what's his name? The. I don't think I can find his name. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Probably. This is this is this is going to be a constant problem because it's been a while since we've read them. Hey, look, and I'm, remembering, I'm, there's so oh, many characters. Oh, remembering people's names. Is... Hot Hot Eye. Hot. He has like a real blocky face. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's right here. It's Hot Eye. I'm going to say Hot Eye. It's probably wrong, so forgive me if I'm butchering it. But oh, um, he ends up turning good. He ends up, hot eye, yeah. yeah, he ends up turning good. And, oh yeah, uh, remember him? Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah, he feels bad. He's like, oh, like I need to help my other friends see the light and the good. So then yeah. you have a person from each side, kind of like switching. And his his real name is Richard Buchanan. <laughs> Code name Hot Eye. <laughs> Wait, that's his name, Richard Buchanan. Yes, dude. Wally. Huh? Was it Wally? Huh? No, it says Richard Buchanan, formerly oh. known as Hot Eye, is a former member of the Russian Saints. Okay, yeah, because right here it says his name is Wally Buchanan. That's his elder brother. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Wally, his elder brother is that guy that's like that gangster blocky guy. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Remember him? He's like, yeah, he's like, he's one of the people that grew up with Urza. Yes, 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 yes. yes that's Wally, Wally, yeah. Okay. And that's why he's looking for Wally. He's been looking for him. And and that's what that's why he turned good. Because he was like, Well, I've been I haven't been doing anything good with my life and now I, I want to exactly. go find my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm I don't know, should I call him Hot Eye or Richard? I'm <laughs> just call him Hot Eye. I think Richard okay. Buchanan is a very vanilla name. Uh no offense to any Richard Buchanans that might be listening. <laughs> so I'll go with Hot Eye, but yeah, he ends up switching so it it definitely changes the um, the the whole battle because now you have one from each side switch, um, so that's what Nirvana did. And then they were it's kind of like a cannon and Zero mm-hmm. and fires it and almost hits Kate Shelter. Yeah, this is because his aim's not good, um, but that was like the opportunity for them to go in and try to like finish this fight once and for all there's so many times that natsu lucy gray urza get beat up to like the point where like i don't even know how they got up but they did yeah um but you know one of the coolest things to me i think you know i'm gonna say but um this is the fight where we see dragon force again yes natsu hits dragon force for the second time First time was when he fought Jalal in the Tower of Heaven. Um, I know that Jalal puts like a self-destruct on Nirvana and himself to get rid of it. And uh, of course, Urza's crying. No, you can't leave Jalal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to do it because he remembers. He ends up getting his memory back and he wants to atone for his sins. 
but he yeah. gets knocked out by uh, Zero, and the whole thing doesn't work. And uh, yeah. Natsu and Jalal bicker for a bit before he fights Zero, and uh, he gives him this special flame. It's called the Flame of... Was it Retribution? No, no. It was the Flame of... It's just with, no idea. with an R. I'm looking at it right here. Hold on. The Flame of Rebuke. There you go. Like Rebuke. Flame. And so we yeah. saw Natsu fight. Before that, uh, we've seen Natsu fight Cobra. That's when Natsu learns that he's a Dragon Slayer, but he tells him like he's a second generation. He Cobra thinks he's better, so they square off, and uh, Natsu is able to beat Cobra. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so they're fighting Zero. Natsu gets his special Golden Flame, and he ends up going to like Dragon Force. Um, yep. He ends up fighting Zero, and he ends up beating him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. He beats him. They destroy Nirvana, and uh, that's when the arc ends. Um, everybody kind of says their goodbyes, and the magic um, magic council comes in, and they come and they arrest the they, they arrest Jalal, and of course, Urza's not happy about that. Natsu starts fighting the magic uh, army because he's like, he's one of them. No, you can't take yeah. him. Um, Hot Eyes also gets arrested, but he uh, he, be- he also feels like he needs to pay for his sins. He's like, I've yeah. so much, I need to go to jail to pay- at least do something, you know. Um, and then the ending is pretty much probably the sad. I mean, I thought it was pretty sad, <laughs> it was sad, dude. But you end up finding out that um, Kate Shelter is pretty much. An not real it's not yeah. real uh it was an illusion created it was a guild that was created through an illusion to make mm. wendy feel like she wasn't alone which is super sad if you it's think about it if you stop and think about it it is super sad super sad and the whole reason that like the spell disbands and the i'm gonna put quote uh you know quote quote unquote the guild master of Kate Shelter says that it's time for them to go because he's like, I think you found some new companions to continue your journey with, which is, mm-hmm. you know, fairy tale. And that's when Urza comes in and uh, invites her and she ends up joining. Officially, yeah. yeah, but it's super sad, man. Like, I was, it is super sad. I was like, what? It was one of the first moments where I was like, I mean, it was a convenient thing. The reason they did it was so there wouldn't be any weird, like, well, how is she going to join our guild? Exactly. Or unless we're going to just have this guild, like, always be fighting with Fairy Tale. Like, they just did the whole, oh, they were never actually real. It was fake this whole time. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, yeah. whatever. However, and it works. I, it works. I mean, yeah. I, I will talk about who set that up mm-hmm. and who set up that whole illusion. And I'll talk about it again why this whole special connection that Wendy has with Jalal because she ends up arguing with the magic army as well. Like Jalal's not like that. Like he helped mm-hmm. raise me. Of course he still gets arrested, but cause that happens in this next, this next arc we're about to talk about. Like, arc, yes. Yeah. But I guess any big thoughts about this arc? Like what, what did you like? What did you not like? Uh, I mean, I, I, I like Wendy as a character. Like 
when they first announced her, like you're like, oh wow, she's a dragon slayer, but she's like a little kid, and like that's weird, yeah. but okay, cool. And then you find out she's really strong in her own way and it's yeah. in her own right, and like it's cool. Like I'm glad that they introduced more dragon slayers. Like I was, I was afraid in the beginning that there was only going to be one or two, and I was like, man, that really sucks. Like they're cool, like they have cool power. Like I want more dragons. Like I want there to be more. Like more powers, more variety to it, and the Lacrima dragons, I think, are are kind of like they're it's fake, like they're not real. Yeah. Even though they they have power, and they're, they're cool. given power by a Lacrima, and it's like, well, then anybody could be a dragon slayer if you just put a wind crystal in me. I'm a wind crystal dragon. It's like it's kind yeah. of weird. I mean, yeah. uh, one thing that I was noticing is that there's only like six dragon slayers that they've introduced in the entire series. And so then mm-hmm. like, it would have been cool to see like a water dragon slayer or oh, yeah. like, you know, like, like different. But then again, but then again, like what's her name? Juvia's power is really cool. Oh yeah. And exactly. so like, she's got the ultimate control of water and that she can make herself into water. So it's like, it's like, you can't really get any better than that. You know what I mean? Like there's, and there's no ice dragon. Cause what's his name? Um, Cause gray is the ice guy, you know? So it's like, yeah, okay. Like they, they did it so that there wasn't too much dragon stuff where everybody's yeah. dragon slayers. Yeah, you know, they're that very that's true. Cause then yeah. if 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 you like cram all these dragon slayers and then with all these different powers, you kind, yes. of, you kind of end up losing that like then it's just another dragon slayer, so you don't hold like the actual ones like like you don't hold them to a pedestal anymore. Cause like I mean they're just all over the place. It doesn't matter, you know. Not too just not too he's not like a fire dragon slayer anymore. I get it. Exactly. That's a good. Then it's just like okay, well, a lot of people have that power, and it's like okay, well, this isn't so cool anymore. I think they they balanced it perfectly. I think the six the six dragons, and so we only know about what three of them right now. Well, at this point, about four. It's Natsu, Gajio, Wendy. No, five, and then you find out about Loxus and Cobra. But of course, two of those are. But they're not. But they're yeah. I guess they do count. Overall, five. Actual Dragon Slayers three, which is Natsu, Lucy, and and Gajio. Yeah, and then well, I mean, technically the other two, the, the Light Dragon and the Shadow Dragon, Rogue they Rogue. are Dragon Slayers. Yeah, but we don't get into them to like. Yeah, until later. So they exist, but uh, you know they don't. Uh, they don't show. They don't make an appearance until later. Yeah, I, I, I you know. I also think that, you know, because Wendy has a cat just like Natsu does. Natsu has Happy and Wendy has yeah. Carla. And I think Carla is an excellent, um, you know, an excellent... Like balance? To, yeah, excellent balance to Wendy because um, Wendy's still a kid. So there's some times where, like she struggles with like making decisions that are really important. And Carla for her is that, um, what's it called? I guess that adult figure, even though she's like a small cat, she has like the mentality and the, and the, um, just the demeanor of like an adult. Yeah. So like she, she's like her parent. Like it feels like she's her guardian, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like I agree. Yeah, um, so I, I I do like the, introdu- the, the introduction of Carla as well. It was a good it was a good arc. It was probably like one of the the best arcs at the time. Like wh- while you're watching, you're like, oh, you finished like that was a really good arc. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so there, there's another thing you don't you don't remember. Well, does does Gildarts come out? I think they, they talk about him. Starts comes out at the beginning of the next arc, which is Edelus. Okay, okay, he does. But they do mention him, like when 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 they went, welcome Wendy into the guild. They mention him, and you're like, "Who's that?" And it's like, "Oh man, Gildarts Clive." Yeah, because you always hear how like Urza is one of the strongest, and uh, Mira Jane, but there's always that special like Gildarts, 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 and they yeah, just... they talk about him rarely. But you're like, "Who's that?" He's the strongest member of Fairy Tale. You're like, "Really?" Yeah. Yeah, and and so I guess I guess I'm ready to move on to Edelus. I, I think yeah. Yeah. So Edelus starts. It's that the next arc that's going to happen in Fairy Tale, um, and I guess we'll start off by talking about Gildart. So Gildart's comes back. Gildart's is the strongest mage that Gar- that that Gary Tale, that Fairy Tale has, <laughs> um, and he's awesome. Uh, I had mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it on podcast or not, but if you look at Gildart's character design and you compare it to uh, Shanks from One Piece, they're mm-hmm. very similar. Like, very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Even forward, like, Gildarts, you find out that Gildarts is missing an arm, and so is Shanks. So I just find it funny how there's that, yeah. that inspiration. But, I mean, Shanks, Shanks came out first, but Shanks is amazing, so it's cool, you know, that we get to see someone like Shanks. Because Shanks is insanely strong, too, so it's... That's it's a really cool comparison. I'm I'm happy, especially since I love One Piece, um, and I'm not biased at all. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, so they introduced Gildarts, um, and I don't really think Gildarts. Besides the introduction, I think Gildarts has a pretty big role in this arc. Just besides the fact that he shows up when he rarely does, and we get to see him for the first time, but he's. I think honestly, the whole reason is there is because he needs to talk to Natsu. Yeah, and the reason that he needs to talk um, to Natsu is because he has some information on dragons. What exactly what Natsu's looking for? Yeah. Uh, he tells them that he was on the Hundred Year Quest, which is like the ultimate quest, which has never been completed by anybody, and he had to quit because he fought a black dragon that was too strong and it damaged him to a point where he lost his arm and got yeah. a bunch of scars. And that's saying a lot because his power is really, really cool. And it, it's basically, it's very hard to hurt him because of his power. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's got such mastery over it that it's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely the... The fact that Gildarts, who's like this legend to fairy tale, can't take down this dragon, it's like, okay, this dragon is on a whole nother level of of, of power and uh, you know and strength. So it starts to set up this whole like, all right, who is this dragon? Are we going to get to see him? So it's a good foreshadowing of what's to come later. You get me? Yeah. So I, I, I definitely thought... Um, you know, I I definitely uh, mm-hmm. I definitely thought it was it was cool, uh, a good uh, yeah. foreshadow. So that, that's pretty much um, why Gildarts shows up, and then starts the actual arc of like, Edelus. Um, yeah. So, and, yeah, in a nutshell, like I mean, not in a nutshell, but like Edelus is basically the land that the cats come from. 
And so like you, you, there's a lot more to that, but that's, that's what the arc is about. Cause you, you find out like, I mean, you want to kind of go through it. Like, yeah, well, I mean, one of the different, one of the crazy things is like, you know, Michigan is also a, a name you hear. You rarely see one of the powerful, not as strong as guild art, but like Urza level, maybe a little bit higher. Yeah. Special mage that only shows up whenever they fall asleep, whatever. Yeah. And, or like he puts everyone to sleep. So you see Mystic again and mm-hmm. he takes off his mask because he has his face covered. And obviously, you, like, we're not dumb. Like, us to be, it's us to yeah. be. Yeah. You fucking, you can kind of see, you can kind of see who it is the whole oh, time. You're like, that's who it is. You're like, yeah. what? You're confused, but he takes it off and it's Jalal. And you're like, it's Jalal. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what? What? You're like, questioning, like, what? Well, how is this even possible? And then you're yeah, like, what's going on? And then you find yeah. out that through the arc yeah well you find out right then and there that that is the person who raised wendy that is the yeah so there's two versions of jalal that jalal is the one that wendy encountered not the evil one or the one that urza knows and that's why the real jalal didn't know wendy at all because she never met him she met i'm gonna call him mistigan for now but she met mistigan and that's who raised her so that leads into Edelis. So Edelis is kind of like this alternate mirroring reality uh, mm-hmm. of Earth. And in that place, um, they are losing magic. So what they do is they basically like teleport all of like the town that Fairy Tale is in and the yeah. guild members and everybody, and they, tra- they transport them into Edelis. So now they're there. To steal their magic. To yeah. take their magic because they're losing their magic. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because they, you know, Natsu and Wendy end up going as well. I think they go separate though, right? Like they don't go in the teleportation, like they find a way in or something. Yeah, they get there. They get there through, uh, Mystigan gives them a thing that lets them get there. He also gives them like, yeah. Yeah. So they end up going there and, you know, they get lost. They don't know where they are and they end up running into... Fairy tale and their friend. Yeah, well, the reason that happens is because like everyone gets taken away, and yep. so like they're like the whole area, everyone's gone. Like the whole yep. guild hall, like everyone's gone. The whole guild is gone. No one in the town is there. It's like all of a sudden everybody's gone, and they're like, "What happened? Why are we still here?" And then they run into Mist again. He's like, "This is what's happened. You need to go over there and and like fix this, basically." Like. You need to get over there to Adelus and like it's weird. It's a weird situation because you're like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's it's interesting because you start to see how the magic works in that world. It's completely different from the you know the fairy tale and the world that we know because in that world, it's just the the magic like Natsu's powers in him. Like he can do it whenever he wants. You know. Um, but in, in Edelus, their magic is different in the sense that it's stored in lacrimas and they use it as like throw a weapon. So like if, you know, Natsu's like a fire user there, he has like a fire sword. And if he loses the sword, he's powerless. So it's, it's a different aspect. Yeah. The, the the magic is, is limited. There's, there's a finite amount of magic left. So it's not like you can just summon magic nonstop because, the earth or the the planet that the the world the universe that 
that everyone comes from that Natsu and, and Wendy and all them are, are from, it, it has so much more magic. It's just an infinite amount of magic, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This world yeah. is like a mirror world of that in which they don't have, they had magic at some point, but something happened and they just, they're slowly losing it. And so they're trying to store it up and like save it. And the only way for them to get it, the ruler of that other, of Edelus has figured out that if I steal magic from the other universe, yeah. we can have magic. Yeah. So that's um, what he's trying to do. Yeah. And, um, it's also very cool to see how like the, the you know, the same characters, but from Edelis have different personalities. So Natsu is like this really like scared, shy guy. Lucy's like a, like a, you know, I don't, she's a badass. Like she doesn't take shit from anybody. And yeah, she's always, you know, like um, bullying others. And she's all, you know, so everybody has a yeah. different personality. So it's very funny to see, um, you know, this different version of the characters that we're used to. Yeah. And another important thing that happens, and I had, um, when I was reading, I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. And I got to go back a little bit just so you can understand. But Natsu and Happy end up seeing a person that they remember from their past. And so when Natsu was younger, he had a friend named Lazana. And Lazana is actually Elfman and Mira Jane's younger sister. And she ended yes. up dying one day. And they kind yeah. of show you that, like Natsu and 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 uh, Lizana, um, like Lizana was always playing like house with him, like with Natsu, like oh, I'm gonna be the mommy and you're gonna be the daddy, and like, yeah, she's always like playing house and playing family with him, and and he didn't like it as a kid because he was just like oh, you're weird or whatever, but yeah, she, like she really liked him, like she cared for him, yeah, and. And when, like when you find out that she died, it's 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 sad. And then when you find out like that this whole dynamic that Natsu and her had and how it really affected him, you're like, oh, that's even more sad. And yeah, sur surprise, not surprising, but like coincidentally, like at the same time that all this ha is happening, a little bit before, maybe like a couple of days before, it was kind of like the anniversary of her death. Yeah. So they end up seeing Lizana, and like, oh my god, it's Lizana, but they think, oh, it's Lizana from Edelis. It's the alternate Lizana, but she's acting just like the regular yeah. Lizana. Lizana. Like, there's some suspicion. Looks like Lizana, yeah. acts like Lizana, but it's not Lizana? Question mark. I don't know, but it's also really important that they see this old fairy tale member. Yeah. Um. But then you find out that this is where I think it's funny. Lucy's there too. Yeah. But the difference between the other guild members and Lucy is that Lucy's magic uses items. So she can use her magic perfectly fine. Yep. yep. Because she doesn't actually need to summon magic to herself. Her magic is in her items and items exactly. don't lose their magical power. Yeah. Exactly. And so she, I remember she, she comes up, she, she ends up running back into Natsu and Wendy and she's like, Oh my God, I'm glad I found y'all. And yeah. she ends up, bragging she's like well now i'm the i'm the strongest member of fairy tale i mean technically she is because everybody else can't use magic but yeah lucy plays a huge role uh because she's pretty much the only firepower that fairy tale has at that time um but yeah. you end up finding out also like jerry had mentioned earlier mm -hmm. that the cats are from this world and they're actually yeah. called exceeds and yeah. you find out that Happy and 
Carla were sent on a secret mission to go into Earth and basically like take their magic and destroy everything and all. And obviously, it didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, so that's how they that's how they get to Edelus. They get to Edelus because the like Mystigan tells them, "Oh, your your cats can get you to Edelus." Edelus, and that's how they get there. It's through the cats. Remember. Because they, they don't remember, the cats don't remember, uh, Happy and, and uh, Carla don't remember what's happening, and they don't remember why they're there. Yeah. It makes me wonder, was it like a situation where Goku, where he fell on his head and forgot, or? It's it Basically, they, they were born, like, remember that, so, I mean, should we talk about what, what actually happens, like, why they're there? Who? The the cats? Yeah. Like, so remember that the, the queen sends the eggs, Okay, to, yeah, that. to to find people and then basically to bring them back, like to to go over there and to basically take magic, like to to yeah. find people and then report back and then so they can steal the magic, so they can steal their magic. Yeah, yes. it, and oh, okay, and I remember now that the reason Natsu and Lizana had such a big uh, like connection was because they found Happy's egg and they basically mm-hmm. like. Like you said, they raised happy, so that's why like like it was their like it was their their joined pet, like yeah, oh yeah. And, and so so yeah, so Lizana was like the mom and Natsu was like the dad, basically. Yeah, and and before the arc started, Gaji was like mad that like they both had cats and he's like, I don't have a cat, I want a cat. So the whole at the beginning seemed like you know, like random street cats, so will you be my cat? Yeah. Nobody goes with him, but um, you start to see all these other cats, and Xyz are actually considered like royalty. Like yes, like, in that world, humans are like beneath the Xyz. Yeah. yeah, and you get introduced to this new cat named Panther Dilly. He's like this huge, giant, yeah. like awesome, yeah, cat. And he has this. He's like full sword. size. He's yeah, a full he's, size, like huge cat, yeah, like a human sized cat. Yeah, yeah, and um, with a big so, sword. So I know that when i mean carla and happy like go back and they're kind of like sad that i don't more carla but like she's like she's torn like do i stay loyal to my country or to my friend that i made and so that's one of the biggest thing that's going on uh throughout this arc um mm-hmm. you know but there's a bunch of fi- i honestly don't remember like the fights um but i i do remember the the biggest points that uh you find out that mistigan is from there. He's the Jalal from there, but he ended up yeah. in the world. And he's actually like the king. Like the king of everything. Yeah, well, he's like the prince. Like he was supposed to be the king. Yeah. Yeah, like the king that's there now is the king, but he's the prince that should have taken over for the king. Yeah. Basically. And, and we don't know exactly how he got transferred into the into their the other reality. But so both versions of Jalal were on Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they didn't. So know. that's why it was so weird. So there were two versions of Jalal yeah. living on Earth or living in the and main universe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but they didn't know. Like they didn't ever yeah. cross each other. No, because that probably would have ended reality. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, the battle I of the Jalals. That's true. Would have breaking like yeah. a time continuum oh. or something. But uh, can you imagine trying to explain that or like, well, Jalal <laughs> from alternate universe I fought Jalal. It's like Dragon Ball Z kind of stuff. Exactly. Like the whole Dragon Ball Heroes going on right now. Yeah. But um, I don't even understand that. <laughs> I haven't. I need to watch it to figure out. But um, that is a big important part. And um, 
I know that at one point they're able to get their magic back. I don't remember how, but they get their magic back. And of course, because Mystigan gives them or Jalal gives them these little oh, like beans, yeah. like Zenzu beans, and they eat them. And then all of a sudden they have access to their power again. Yes, yeah. okay. I remember now. And so, of course, everybody that lives there, all the, fa- the fairy tale from that world is like in shock at like how strong these guys are and how they can use their magic, whatever. Yeah, because uh, the way you find out is like Gray shows up. Like they release Gray and Gray shows up. And he just uses his magic, and and then Natsu's like, "Hey, yeah, how are you? How are you using your magic?" Oh, and he's like, "Oh yeah, Mystican gave me these things. You should probably eat one. It'll help." And then he's able to use his magic. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I don't remember, but all I know is that they end up fighting, not a real dragon, but like a like a like a cyber dragon. Yeah. And that's cool because that's like, it's a dragon. Yeah, it's like a big old like mechanical dragon, like a yeah, it's but like it's, a robo dragon that the king had built like to protect okay, yeah, yeah. his city. Yeah. You remember that? Like yeah, he's yeah. like piloting it like a Gundam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I remember he wanted to uh well Yeah, he's piloting like a Gundam, but um I'm like he's as it's as strong as a dragon. Like it just because it's a robot doesn't mean yeah. it's, it's because a, it's pulling power from that lacrima crystal that yeah that like so he basically turns everybody from the main universe into a giant lacrima crystal. Mm-hmm. And his plan is he's gonna shatter it and it's gonna it's gonna basically release all the magic into their world and they'll be yeah. able to have magic forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it yeah, because it's so much power because it's taking every single person, all the guild members from fairy tale and then like all of the people in the town yeah their magic yeah everyone's magic yeah and and so you know it's cool because obviously the dragon slayers natsu gaji and wendy face off against us because they're pretty much the only ones that are fit for the job and of course it's not an easy fight and you realize that like you know this dragon slayer magic isn't like a one punch and it's over like you know it's, it's it's difficult but it was a really cool fight uh, it's like the first time you get to see like Dragon Slayer magic used for its actual purpose, like its intent, what it was intended for. Yeah, and it was just a really cool fight. I liked it a lot. Um, it was good. It was a good fight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and like the story arc was cool because it's like, I mean, so they fight. They 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 are able to stop it from happening, right? Like, well, so okay. So what what happens to that big crystal? Like they're they're. I know I know Gajil's up there like trying to stop them from basically the plan was the king's plan was we're going to shoot this crystal with this beam that's going to shatter the crystal and then that's it they're mm-hmm. screwed right yeah but they stop it somehow right and everybody gets turned back i i think so and i i know what ends up i don't remember how exactly but all i know is that at the end edilus ends up giving up their magic yeah, well, in the end, in the end, Mystigan or Jalal, part the the, the second like Edelus Jalal yeah. decides we don't like. I think it's better if we just don't have magic because our yeah. world wasn't meant to have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like our world is losing it. If we take it from these other people, like it's not fair. Like our world, exactly. in the dad, his he he basically fights his dad and and subdues him and is like, look, we should just give it up. Like give up magic. Like we. We're, we're we're like who are we kidding here? We're holding on to this. Yeah. We, like we're we're we have these stupid items that we can use magic one time with. It's like what are we doing? Like let's yeah. just give it up. It's and, easier for us to give it up. Yeah. And I mean, I thought one of the like it was like definitely a moment that hit me in the fields because like oh that's so cool. Where, yeah. Like, obviously, Mystigan was gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
like he, take up his mantle as the as the as the king of Edelus. Yeah, but he needed to assume his power. Like he needed to prove yeah. it. So like what Natsu does is he pretends to be a villain and he lets Jadal beat him up so he can be seen yeah. as the hero and as the prince. But it's yeah. super sad because he was a member of Fairy Tale and like like they always say yeah. show that's a member of their family. So and like, the, they're saying goodbye to a family member forever, and so not- yeah. And every time they do that, there's like a specific like they they read them their their role as a like okay, you're leaving the guild, but you will always be a member of the guild, and yeah, you know, even though you're no longer part of our guild, you're always going to be like even though you're not physically part of the guild anymore, you're always going to be a member of the guild. Like yeah, and it's always sad when they when they yeah. when they do that when they're like hey, because you know this character's done, you yeah. know, and it's like uh, I don't know. It Natsu. feels like a funeral. Oh, exactly. And not so like we're gonna give you a proper fairy tale send off. Like what? Like yeah. So that's like, what it's called, the fairy tale send off. It, yeah. it was it was really like emotional. Like I mean, I didn't yeah. cry, but I was like, man, that 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 really hit hit me in the feels. Like that was really cool that they ended it like that. Yeah. Um, you know, Natsu and and Happy, sorry, not uh, Happy and Carla end up going back with them. They stay with their forever friends. Yeah. Agio ends up getting a cat he ends up with panther lily which is yeah who shrinks down to regular size because yeah. he doesn't have as much power in this new universe yeah and so and he's now the same size as carla and and happy the other thing you know the, the other thing that kind of happens i think is important is while while so basically carla and happy are kind of going through their own arc they're figuring out what happened why they were on earth oh, why yeah. they weren't with their people yeah. and like you you find out that the that the the ruler of the of the uh exceeds is like um she she basically comes out and says hey look we had to send all of our children to earth like in order to like protect them yeah they made it seem like we're sending them over there to keep them alive like to to bring back enemies so we can take their magic but she was really sending them over there to keep them safe because yeah. she was afraid that the humans were going to kill them basically yeah. And the, the, the whole reason the X-Seeds were seen as as these powerful beings is because they basically tricked the humans into thinking that the X-Seeds could kill us at any time. Yeah. And so you realize also that, like, in their in their quest to kind of find out more about themselves, they end up staying with these two X-Seeds that are older. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that those X-Seeds were Happy's parents. Yeah. And you, they don't really say it, but you can tell by, like, the you way things it. are happening. Yeah, that they're and they that they he looks like he could be a mix of the two. Yeah, and then Carla, you can you can kind of tell right away who where Carla came from, but yeah. there's no there's no official like oh, Carla is actually a princess. Yeah, right. She's but what? she's the only other cat that looks just like the queen. It's like whatever. Yeah, but there's that. So you figure out that Carla's actually a royal exceed, mm-hmm. and Happy's parents are there, like they're still alive. And then at the end of the arc, like when when they know that magic is no longer going to be in that in that world, the exceeds are creatures of magic. So if that is to happen, the exceeds are going to just stop existing. Yeah. So the so what they end up doing is they end up bringing all the exceeds into universe one. Yes, that's true. I remember. Okay, I forgot mm-hmm. about. Yeah, that's huge. So now all the exceeds now live in the main universe. Yeah, but we never, and that's when that's Panther lives. You like never really see him again. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Like they just they just don't I mean you do see them at the end when they when it's like, okay, we're all fighting, then all the X seeds show up and then the oh, yeah, stupid yeah. Uh, Ichia cat that looks just like oh, Ichia. Oh, yeah, just like I Ichia. forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, I forgot dude. about him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
and they're like best friends and he's like oh i found a secret partner that yeah. knows all of my tastes and uh, it's like it's the caddy chair and you're like what yeah. yeah he's a secret member like when when they do the the what's it called the guild games or for the whatever it is the, magic games magic games but uh yeah. but yeah that's basically how it ends and so the other thing that I, I guess we did not mention is so Panther Lily is basically the he's like the royal knight like he's yeah. the the guardian of the king he's an ex seed that guards the human king yeah basically mm-hmm. and and he knows Mystigan he knows Jalal very well because he was raised with Jalal and you know kind of was like he doesn't know what happened to him or why he disappeared but then he's kind of influential in convincing Jalal to stay. And then Jalal's like, "Hey, you need to go because if you stay, you're not gonna, you're gonna die." Yeah. And I want you to survive. And so he decides to leave. And then, and then, you know, after he gets back, then Gajio's like, "You're my kitty now." And it's yeah. like, okay, whatever, you like know. The perfect fit, like they're literally the yeah. perfect fit. So it's yeah. cool. Uh, it's it's cool. It was it was a good. It was arc. a cool arc. I would definitely yeah. say, out of like compared to the other arcs, it was actually one of the weaker arcs. But yeah, it was still pretty good. It had a lot of really cool stuff. I like it a lot. But the Mystigan, the Mystigan thing was cool because you were like, well, it was confusing. Like in the last arc, the whole two Jalal thing was confusing. Yeah, because you thought it was the same one. You're like, well, did he did he forget who he was? And then all of a sudden, ran across Wendy. But no, it, they explained it by saying no. There was actually two of them. Yeah, and they did yeah. a good setup, like a good setup, and it kept you like wondering, well, what's going on? You know. Yeah. The other cool thing I really liked was Gajiel's other persona was like a reporter oh yeah <laughs> you remember that he's I all like they're that. both like like he's super smart and they're like equally like they're very similar in character but like the other guys like he's a reporter and like he's got his hair all tied up in a bun and he's like oh you know i'm Is reporting for the news or whatever or something like that yeah yeah it's so dumb but it's good i like good that. arc um and then and not to like that not to doppelganger was like a like he liked to drive, but he was like a big weenie. Yeah, that's why. Like he just like he was super like, like always nervous and like yeah, walk all over him and stuff. So yeah, it, it was just he, he liked and he liked Lucy, but Lucy didn't really like him exactly. But it turns out that she does. Yeah, him up and stuff. It was just funny. It was cool to see the characters yeah. that you're already really invested in, but in a different manner. Yeah, like they're opposites almost. It was yeah. And, and then, uh, like in that world, like Gray is going after Juvia. I know. Like, oh, I want her to love me, yeah, and she doesn't love him. Everything. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so and good. so it's a good arc. It ends on a great note, and then comes probably one of the biggest arcs in the entire show, which is Tenro mm-hmm. Island, because a lot of stuff happens in Tenro Island. Yeah. Like it's probably my favorite arc. Or my second and we're going to devote an entire episode yeah, to Tenro Island because there's a lot of it. It's yeah, it, there's a lot. Not it's like a three step thing that happens, and uh, mm-hmm. everything. Not even maybe four step thing, but it, uh, it leads to greatness. That's all I'll say. But mm-hmm. um, I think we're going to end the podcast there. If yeah. not, that's right. No more episodes of Fan bro- Fan uh, Fanime Bros. That's it. This is the last episode. <laughs> Later, fun guys. (laughs) No, uh, we're gonna stop recording right there. Um, We'll definitely come back to Fairy Tale to talk about Tenro Island. Maybe we can fit in another arc, but I don't think so, just because there's so much that happens. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think the next episode or the next two episodes would be about other things, because 
Jerry's going through like some of the best moments in Naruto right now, and I'm itching to talk about it. Like itching. Oh man, I have been itching to talk. There's so much good stuff happening. Like, like so. This is the first time I've ever watched Naruto. I know we talked about that. This is the first time I've ever experienced the Naruto stuff. I knew who he was before. I didn't. I didn't really care about it. And when we were talking about it in the first podcast, I was like, I don't know if I really care about Naruto. Like, whatever. Like, I heard about him. It's cool. Whatever. I watched the whole the whole original series. It was pretty cool. I was like, this is cool. Like, I like the way it ended. It ended really cool. And I was like, okay, I want to get into Shippuden. I like Shippuden a lot more. Oh yeah, it's than I like the original Naruto. And it's so fantastic. good. Like the story's good. He Naruto has grown so much as a character. So I think we will dedicate. So we will come back to Fair. Fairy Tale. But we're gonna have some. We're gonna have one or two podcasts in between, in which we're talking about stuff that's happening now because yeah. stuff we're I'm watching. Getting old, and my memory is not great, and I don't <laughs> want to forget any of this stuff because it's so good. I really want to talk to Ricky about all this cool stuff. That's oh happening. yeah, definitely. And like I said, we're watching things. Uh, I'm, I'm trying my best to like read a bunch and uh, watch a lot just so I can, I guess, just in like. Uh, dwell myself in all this stuff and I can uh, see all these shows and uh, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about because, you know, we watch this stuff, we get all these emotions. So, like, I want to talk about it. So we will come back to Fairy Tale. We will finish it. Yes. Um, but for now, for the next maybe one or two episodes, we're going to we're gonna go off. Diverge a little bit. Yeah, yeah, diverge. But we will be back with Fairy Tale. We hope yes. you enjoyed the episode. And I should have said this at the beginning, but uh, – because I said it in the previous episode, but this is a, I mean, it doesn't make sense anymore at the end, but I'll still say it's spoilers. This is all spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. It's very late to say it, but yeah, this is all spoilers. If you care about spoilers, fast forward. All right. Yeah. If, if you care about spoilers, you already pretty much got to the end. So sorry yeah. about that. But yeah, Ricky's letting you know that there, there were spoilers in the first half of this episode, if you hadn't figured it out. But, but we, we did give the disclaimer in the beginning of the first episode, the first part yeah. of this. And, and this we'll is all spoilers. It, yeah, We'll put it in the description before. Yeah. Uh, yes. But we, if if you like spoilers, we hope we covered ground. We hope we covered enough ground and we hope we covered it well. Um, and yeah, we hope you had us, uh, hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh mm-hmm. It's always fun to talk about the stuff that we love. And on yeah. that note, I think we'll, we'll end it. Yeah, I mean, uh, we definitely recorded a whole, a whole episode. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. But thank you very much again for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, all criticisms, complaints, um, any suggestions are gladly appreciated, so we can improve mm-hmm. this podcast. Yep. Um, Send them right to Ricky. His email is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you again. We really appreciate it. We hope that you all have a great day, great week, and yeah, you all stay safe and that you tune in next yes. time. I'm your co-host, yes. Rick. And I'm Jerry. And thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you all later. Peace.